Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise matured sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgenby. to open we ask the Lord you reveal yourself mightily even right here in the mighty name of Jesus Christ let us saints shout amen. amen I want to take the time to continue what we started last week what was the title the prerequisite for for clarity of sight or possessing kingdom sight we mentioned being born again. All of us here are born again. Is that not it? Is everybody born again? Yes, everybody here is born again. That's very, very, very powerful. You must be born again to possess kingdom sight. We realize that except a man be born again, he cannot. He cannot. The word is accept. That means that without that, you can't see the next level. And then the next one was what? Come again. Meekness. Meekness, and we understood that he made known his ways unto Moses and his acts unto the children of Israel. Why? Because the Bible says Moses was the meekest man upon the earth. That's what the Bible says. Moses was the meekest man upon the earth. Hallelujah. And we understood that the next point is supposed to be what? Faith. We realize that by without faith is impossible to please God. For the Bible says we walk by faith. Faith in itself is the sight of believers. Faith is in itself is the sight of believers. Amen. And then the next point was the fellowship of, with the Holy Spirit, which I told you it's a very important point. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then the next point was quietness. According to John 4, the verse number 24, the Bible says God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. One of the most important attributes for every spiritual person is the quietness of one's spirit. You must learn how to train your spirit to be quiet. The quietness of the very, very important. As I was growing my Christian faith, 
nobody taught me that but i remember i used to do that a lot because i loved to be alone many at times you can be even in the marketplace and still be quiet for the lord it's possible it's possible traveling back always from school even that was even secondary school time i don't sit in a car and converse with any man no if i open my mouth to talk i'm evangelizing in the car apart from that i'm praying or i'm quiet nobody taught me that and i had not read it anywhere but i realized my spirit needs it because any time i become quiet in my spirit the things i pick up they were serious and like i was telling you that before i go into every meeting those days i used to do a lot of singing and a lot of preaching before i go into every meeting i hold the meeting in my room or in my corner or all alone before so when i stand on the pulpit i know what is going to happen already because the meeting had already been held you know sad who has that like i just it just hit me right now so quietness is very much important for they that worship him must worship him in the spirit and in truth your spirit must learn how to do what connect with the lord hallelujah Isaiah 30 15 says that for that says the lord god the holy one of israel in returning and rest shall ye be saved in quietness and in confidence shall ye be strengthened is it in your bible have you seen that am i the one that wrote it he said what for that says the lord god the holy one of israel in returning and rest shall ye be saved in quietness and in confidence shall be your strength and you will not hallelujah so there is some there's that strength that comes from quietness you cannot see if you are noisy in your spirit i'm telling you the truth you cannot see if you are noisy in the spirit one of the noise of the spirit is doubt one of the noise of the spirit is bitterness one of the noise of the spirit unforgiveness you can't be noisy you must be quiet you must learn to be quiet in the spirit quietness of the spirit hallelujah now when one is flowing in the quietness of the spirit there is a certain unspeakable stability that you begin to enjoy you begin to enjoy certain unspeakable stability you realize that there is that flow there is that conformity you are you are you are there is that endorsement and agreement to the fact that it's working amen are you with me if you don't do that sometimes we can prepare a message you can prepare a message to come and preach or even prepare a song to go and sing if you will sincerely be quiet the holy spirit can tell you this song you are singing it won't help you use this one or even the song you are singing don't start from this beginning start from here that's you see that it is so doesn't mean that it must be so the spirit of god must show you hallelujah that is one of the most difficult things for us one of the reasons why we are not able to be quiet is because we want to be applauded so show showmanship so we want to preach a certain style you see we want to preach a certain style we want to do something and the what we are prepared we want that thing now to but the bible says that a horse is always prepared for battle but the victory is of the lord so it is god that determines and fight the battle you 
that's for the preparation one has to do it because god will fetch out of your abundant preparation to bring you many 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 victories hallelujah he will not leave you out no you'll be you'll be you'll be part of it praise god so learn to be quiet learn to be quiet anxiousness is annoyance in the spirit be anxious for nothing but in all things with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving make your requests known one of the ways to break into realms of quietness in your spirit is to learn how to be grateful to learn how to be grateful the moment you want to enter into you should intentionally set a time that i want to be quiet before the lord it is practical that's what i'm telling you you should consciously and intentionally lord i want to be i want to be quiet before the lord at this time put up your phone throw that thing somewhere blank your mind on the movies you watch and everything and the questions somebody asked you and the way to do it listen to me very very careful the way to do it is to have a grateful heart come before the lord father i thank you that you always speak to me jesus i give you glory holy spirit i'm ready for you and i bless you that you are faithful to your word you are always with us you are in me and you are with me i give you praise holy spirit i thank you your voice is what i hear i will always hear a voice behind me thank you you see that gratitude and be, it's not a rhyme it's not a rhyme but you are actually grateful okay thanking him for his faithfulness for who he is as you are doing this even if it is a trouble okay even if it's a trouble thank him lord i thank you that you're about to give me a testimony i know what you're up to i know what you're up to lord i give you glory i give you praise i thank you holy spirit you are able to do all things i know lord i settle it in my spirit forever oh lord thy word is settled in heaven i believe in you holy spirit i believe in you holy spirit i believe in you by the time you realize realize that all anxiousness and everything in you begins to tone down begins to tone down begins to tone down and then a certain spirit of possibility begins to rise up in you but still you come to a certain realm it's like i'm teaching on quietness alone <laughs> okay let me just help you you come to a certain realm you realize that as you tone down the communication of the holy spirit begins to come let's say somebody has come to propose to you and you really 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 want an answer from the lord you must be quiet learn to be quiet before the lord you will realize that the holy spirit will begin to communicate to your spirit you begin to communicate because it is very easy for you to look at every physical thing you like about a person and rush into to answer or to propose but the fact that the lady looks shapey or looks fair doesn't mean that it's enough justification for you to go and propose amen am i teaching something here but you must learn to be very quiet in your spirit and this will happen to you when you are when you become quiet in the spirit you take a walk with jesus actually you take a walk it's like jesus comes into you and holds your hand and many a times in the realm of the spirit when jesus wants to tell you something he doesn't speak audibly that's one thing you don't know he holds your hands and then begins to work with you now that comfort you've sensed a certain point of your quietness is the holding of your hands because anytime the lord jesus holds your hands or puts his hands around you you feel the comforting presence of him 
Now, when that begins to happen, you know he's around. Now, he begins to take you on a walk as you're going. You see, and he begins to talk to you not audibly. Many a times with me, not audibly. But what happened is that you realize that audio pictures, visual pictures begin to pass through your mind and they agree so well. And you realize you begin to understand some things which you never understood. Okay. And there is a temptation around that time. The temptation is that you will find something close to the answer you are looking for. If you are not careful, you stop and get up and go into action. And by the time you realize, you miss the main thing he wants to tell you. Take your time until he's okay. When you have come to the place of rest, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest, shall you be saved. Come to that place of rest. Hallelujah. You come to that place of rest. When you have come to that point, then you know that you have it. Then you can move. And how do I know I have come to the point of rest? You realize that a certain smile from the face of Jesus will also stir up another height of gratitude in your heart. And unexpectedly, by the time you realize, you're saying, thank you, Holy Spirit. It will just come out naturally. It will just break out. It will just come out. These are practical. I'm not here to teach you religion. I'm teaching you practical things. That is why a believer as a Christian, you should not have problems and lack or whatever. You see, your only challenge is how to look at him. For they looked unto him and they were not ashamed. You must learn how to focus. The Holy Spirit would have used that scripture to mean a lot of things to many people. But you see the obstruction. So careful. careful. That's why I say you should understand the times and seasons. They looked unto him. They were not ashamed. They said their faces began to shine. Always, he must be the focus, the focal point, the focal point. You see, anybody that works with the Lord actually, you come to a certain point. Anytime there is a shift or your relationship with the Lord is not accurate, you realize that there is so much confusion in you and you are not too stable. You, your, your natural mind, you are not able to use it well. You can't think, you get irritated it is that one it is more painful than a faithful christian who doesn't do his quiet time in the morning how many of you have suffered that one before you feel so disturbed you feel so guilty but the one i'm talking about it is more painful than that one very very painful me i've cried i've, I've even cried before and sometimes it, it, it looks as though you have gone too far for the lord to hear you you cannot be heard. And that one is the deception of the devil. It's the voice of him. Listen to me. Listen to me. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. There are new every morning. Mercy is, 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 God is merciful. He is full of mercy. Mercy is a product of the love of God. And God is love. The day God will stop being love, that's the day mercy will cease. He is love. That is who he is. Can he stop being love? No. So the mercy of God, they are forever. Hallelujah. So you must learn to be quiet. Actually, the Bible says something. When it comes to marital relationship, we learn to live with our spouse in peace. 
Are you getting it? The Bible also tells us that we must learn to live in peace with even our enemies. So when it comes to working with God, we must learn, intentionally learn the way to do it. You have to. Amen. But you see, the problem is that we think things must work automatically. But it doesn't work like that. We have stages in the Christian faith. When you get born again, there are some things they work automatically. Because you are like a baby. I don't expect these boys to pay their own fees. But at a certain stage in my life, I paid my own fees. I paid my wife's fees on top. Do you, do you, do you understand what I'm trying to tell you here? So you get to a certain stage when you get born again. So I always tell people who get born again fresh, I tell them, I said, as you are going, you come to a certain point, the Holy Spirit will expect you to now take decisions on your own. That stage, if you're not very careful, that transition stage, most of the time people, it's some way. If you want to know how it looks like, go and stand with a hen, a mother hen, who is trying to suck the chicks from her. Okay? Have you seen that one before? When it gets to a certain age, when they come, you will suck even a dog to try to bite its own baby to make sure the baby doesn't get interested. So it will get to a point. One day I was watching a, a documentary and one uh, uh, animal, what was the name of that? Was it a dinosaur or something? One animal had to suck its baby. And the baby became a lone ranger in the forest. A lone ranger. That means that he was so open. When the baby was born, that baby animal was born. Uh, hyenas wanted to eat the baby up. But because of the mother, they couldn't approach. So your protection is automatic. When you are born again. But you get to a certain stage. The Lord expects you to follow. He doesn't follow you everywhere. When I'm there and I know you hear the voice of this boy. I shout, where are you? I'm conscious of their uh, whereabouts. I should know where they are. But it is not that they don't care where they are because they don't even think about whether they are safe or not. But I have to think about their safety. But it comes to a certain point when they are going to school alone. It is their responsibility to think about their safety. It is the same thing in the Christian faith. So you get to a certain stage, things don't work out automatically. You have to intentionally work things out. Is it working? So you have to intentionally learn to be quiet. Amen. First Kings 19, 11 to 12. Look at what is written there. And he said, Go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains, and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. Finally, and after the fire, a still small voice. And that was where the Lord was. So you see the place of quietness? Amen. He has told you he's a jealous God. He doesn't want to share attention with anything and anybody. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So a quiet environment, actually, naturally quiet environment promotes two things. It advances evil or it advances righteousness. 
based on what you commit or dedicate your members to. If you commit or dedicate your members onto the Holy Spirit, you can be sure that the output will be righteous fruit. But if you commit your members onto, I'm talking about your members, I'm talking about your body, your mind, your whatever you, onto the spirit of the enemy, you can be sure that by the time you are coming out, maybe you are coming out as a real plotted arm robber or a certain wild guy who has strategized a way he's going to hit a certain girl, or the enemy will make use of it and drop ideas into you. Hallelujah. So, a natural environment, a natural quiet environment is a blessing and it is an enhancer for a quiet spirit. Amen. The next point for one to possess prerequisite for one to possess uh, still small voice. Did you understand the quietness thing? Thank you, Lord. The next point is to walk in love. You must walk in love. If you really, really, really want your eyes to open so that you can see clearly, walk in love. Walk in love. Hallelujah. That is also another important point. Very important point. Two Corinthians three seventeen. Two Corinthians, Second Corinthians three, the verse number seventeen to eighteen. Verse number seventeen to eighteen. The Bible says that now, the Lord is that Spirit. Look at it very careful. The Lord is that Spirit. Now you need clarity of sight. You need to possess kingdom sight. The Lord is that Spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. Verse 18 says, But we all with open face, beholding us in a glass, the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image. Which, what is the image of God? From glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. As we behold the Lord, we become just like him. And God is love. When you walk in love, you are walking in God. And listen to me. There is no truth anywhere except that which is in Christ. Anything outside Christ is not true. So for you to have accuracy of sight, you must walk in Christ, in the Lord. And the Lord is that spirit. And he is love. Am I sharing something here? Now, it's so amazing that love is not a feeling. Love is a nature. Love is not a feeling. You shouldn't feel some. You shouldn't feel you love somebody than you love. No, love is a choice. So, for somebody to say that I can't love you. Oh, it's a very sad thing for you to say you can't love. Love is a choice. You, you, can, you can love. You can choose to love or not to love. Amen. 
the most amazing and dangerous thing is that love is not many activity love is a reality many people try to substitute the reality of love with activities but the reality of love cannot go without activity but activity doesn't describe the reality of love so scripture says if i give my body to be bent and i don't have love how can i give my body to be bent for somebody and then you are telling me i still don't have love then that action what is it so activity does not commemorate love that you have given me money it doesn't mean you love me it doesn't mean you love me i'm telling you the truth love is actually infectious that's one thing one has to know if somebody truly truly loves you look he will show you how to love so if anyone who says he loves you doesn't point love to you he doesn't love you if you don't have love you can't see well many people think that people that purely and truly love are fools for the bible says that the things of the lord seems foolishness unto them who are perishing one of the highest virtues in the spirit is love for you to walk there people think you are a fool people think you are a fool because she has insulted me she has done something to me and i chose by love i have seen by sight by the accuracy of the spirit that this lady has insulted me because she doesn't know what she's doing because she is so ignorant of what she's doing and i rather feel sorry for her by using her mouth to say those words i chose not to mind her other person standing somewhere would think that you are a fool you should have responded but you see the way of love is very different if you don't walk in love you can't see well you can't see well you can't see well Sometimes I can tell someone, I say, ah, so this thing it is going to, don't you see it is going to destroy you? That's why people, they don't even love themselves. Though. They don't love themselves. You see, it is very dangerous to be around such people. Look, I'm telling you the truth. There are some of you here, me, I know you. You don't love yourself because, you see, and people like that, even if Jesus Christ had not rectified, hello, hello, come on. Hey, you can't be here and do this. You hear? Sit down quietly. Everybody's looking at you. Sit down quietly. What was I saying? Cardito. Look at it. You see, if it, if Jesus Christ had not heightened the whole idea, you know, the Bible said at a point, <laughs> Moses said that a tooth for a tooth. Is that it? And Jesus said what? Love thy neighbor as your. And then later he told us he said what? love your neighbor even more than yourself what does that mean he said love your neighbor as i have loved you how did he love us he loved us more than himself so that's the real standard so but if jesus had not even brought that higher standard and said that we should love our neighbor as ourselves that brother or that sister the way she doesn't love herself and you are living your life in his hands he himself he can't love himself how much how can he love you if you see a brother drinking 
One day I was talking to a lady, he said, she has fallen in love. When outside, she fell in love with that guy. I said, why? Said the guy has swag. They said drunkard, but she just came from mascot, just drunk queen. And Christian brother, sister, you are you can fall in love with such a thing. Oh, you are you are you are lacking in understanding. You are lacking in understanding. You have trouble. I say you have what? Trouble. Where where is swag in the Bible? What is swag? Where, where, that, that the ground did they come from? It's not water. We don't make we don't make things like that out. <laughs> we will produce precedence. <laughs> Amen. It's not in the Bible. He said oh, the swag and the swag. And we want swag, so I like swag. Hey, the day you'll be an old man, you realize that there's nothing swag. Swag is not permanent. Then she'll be coming like that. Where is the autofista? And where is the, 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 the what, which one is that? They are boy or whatever. You see, you to do. When is it going to be like that? Amen. Let's walk in love. Hallelujah. I said, let's do what? Let's walk in love. First Thessalonians 5.19. First Thessalonians 5.19. What does it say? Read it out for me. Ready? Go. Simple. What is the spirit you are talking about? The spirit of love. Don't quench it. The next point. Be open. Be what? Those are the back. Be what? Prerequisite of possessing what? Clarity of sight or kingdom sight. Be open. Be open. I'm coming to conclude. Be open. You see, this, the, the, the word openness also means be teachable. Okay? You must be teachable. You need openness of heart so that you can be taught. You need openness of heart. Some of you, it is very difficult this morning. I was just looking at some people in the church and I was feeling sorry for them because I know I can help them. But per the way they have made themselves, you are not able to teach them. And sometimes you can see that I did with Paddy. I with but you are able to teach the person. You are not open. Why? And you, your, your eyes will not open. You will not see clearly. Listen to me. The way God has been teaching, eh? the way the Lord has been opening our eyes is strange. In my gestation, what is gestation? Like season of pregnancy, eh? good. In my gestation period, as long as ministry is concerned, look, God could use inscriptions behind a car to talk to me. I could have felt so arrogant and proud and think that, oh, this taxi. Look at how the Lord speaks to me. Sometimes when I'm preaching to you, I mention about Caprice Hotel, Mano Dyson. These things were things God used to, to change me. To tell me many things. You are not open. You are not open. You were, look, you, if you were early, you would have died and go to hell. 
Because when someone had come to you to tell you, God says, the way you look at that small boy, you're not open, you're not teachable. You're not teachable. You think you know it all. The Bible says, almost every day says, I read that scripture. Proverbs chapter says, hey, he speaks a lot to me. He said, you sluggard, go to the ant. God can use an ant to talk to us. One day, I took my time, I took notebook, and I took that scripture. And I said, I'm going to study the wisdom of an ant. And I started writing. I wrote many things, the wisdom of an ant. Wrote many things. But you see, you, you can never see here that God is telling you something because you are not open. You are not open. You are not open. We are not able to teach you. That is why you are still who you are. That is why your life is still what it is. That is why you are not able to, because if you can see, you are blind. You are blind, gentlemen. You are blind. Listen to me. When something was actually captivated and his eyes was removed, it took openness for him to pull down the wall. He needed a small girl to show him where the pillar was. A small girl. One day, we were having rehearsal, music rehearsal. I didn't know how to play keyboard. I didn't know how to play anything. My own was vocals at Assemblies of God. One brother called Kwaku, that is Tino's uncle, he was the one playing the keyboard. He was a very good keyboardist. And then after some time we have played, we are all sitting down. So I went to sit behind the keyboard and just press. I don't know how to play anything. I just press something. The moment I press the thing, I just heard him scream, Hey, Mr. Ru, may you, sir. Me pacho, me nyu, uyu, sir, me how. And the guy came. said, Unim wabo. And the guy took time and lent that quote. Or so, what bad be? Hey, Mr. Ru, are you a boy? Say, Obi, O bad, dear papa, no, me and you, we're not so mobima. Or better say, Obama, are you a bono? The guy learned that thing. I said, I didn't learn that thing before I realized. Unless I was standing there. They were talking terms. I don't know. I just, God used a certain chairs. Nobody who doesn't know keyboard, nothing. To teach an open boy something new. You, you are not open. You are not open. Sometimes when we are playing music, don't you see? Raymond has been teaching me. La, do. Sometimes he's the one that teaches me. This, I was telling someone, when it comes to sound, right now, I'm not his class. The guy has gone. Are you not enjoying the sound? He has gone ahead. He has just gone ahead. Just gone ahead. What is the guy I used to knock his head and do some things? My friend, why are you disturbing me and all those things? But he has gone ahead. Openness. Openness. What are you turning to one? Or say la You people don't see that I don't know how to play well. My magic is Raymond. They may say la me to press la. Do that press. You think that though that is play, it is Raymond. Openness. Openness. 
it will let you see well. But you are not open, you are not teachable. The worst you can do is to break. You are not flexible. You must be teachable. I was telling a certain brother, I said, hey, or bad the echo and the way she cried the teachable spirit. And so, yeah, or banity sent the sentence and only a teachable spirit. Gewa, where we the answer of the Obina Butre, nothing watchre, now watchre. Now, or bar was you who be behavior as him. No need teachable spirit. Found men with a piano to baby because Saban or more who made that we are smart so the ladies here, if you know you are not teachable from tonight, start being teachable. It's very, very important. Because the truth of the matter is that you are, not, you are not going to marry yourself. I will marry yourself. You are going to marry somebody who was born by somebody you don't know. And the training she has had, you don't know. And he will need you to conform to his pattern. And you don't want to change. So what will you do? We will fight. Listen to me. You are waiting for God to come and stand in front of you and teach you I'm telling you the truth and never forget it in your life. God will send an ant and tell you slugger, go to the ant. Go to an ant. God will, God will use a certain somewhere to teach you. You think you are alien. He would be open. I'm telling you the truth. Be open. Amen. Are you, are you there or you have gone home? This ministry thing we are doing, look, we don't know it all. Many times I go to some place and meet while I learn something new. I was telling my wife just now, I said, I'm going to launch operation more than 100 souls this year. Our focus, we are going for 100, at least 100 souls is an operation. Ask me where I learned it from. I learned it today from Bishop Dag. He has launched operation 100 million souls. Say so he's a senior, me, I'm going for 100 souls. If I'm able to do 100, I'll go to 200. I'll do 100, I'll do 1 million. What do you think? What do you think? Many years ago, we launched it and we were able to achieve 70 people. We came. You launch it, you lay your strategies, your plan, everything, activate the department, the wings, everything. Everybody becomes an evangelist. Operation 100 souls. No way. Yeah, and this is a do to offer you. We say hundreds of offering out to know men quite in the tenure. We could preach. We besa, we say, you say, I can't pass on a minute. It is out to Sanaman and Yamabem. Who saw a tad yet pia? So, so dress in a tear, and yes, tie a bep among Crawford and as a revey. I mean, it's got no man or man sorry. The big a hundred souls at the end can be pia. A bepia. What do you think? Good idea. You must be open. I say you must be. Say I will be open. Be open. You will be taught. Well, 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 well. Proverbs sixteen nine. What does it say? You now read it. Wait, wait, wait. Ready? Go. But. Did you hear that one? When it comes to the direction of your steps, it is not the uh, C minor you have learned or the 
F octave or whatever. You have let it. But when you come back, they can tell you, I don't like the call you happy. One day they play, I told them, stop it. I don't like Play normal. Play simple. One day I told you, no. That, that was last two weeks. Eh? I said, Charlie, Ustai Smith, you know. Because a man's heart shall divide his ways. Yes, you have divided, but there must be the rest. And God can only direct open people. I'm telling you the truth. That's why that's the necessity of coaching. Every excellent player has. A good relationship with a coach. Every excellent player has a good relationship with a coach. One day, that was last two years. After they have finished, uh, I when 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 did you do that? Was it last? That was the last two years. Eh? Some people came to say, "Hey, pastor, that's your girl. Hey, pastor, she's good though." I say, "Hey," but you don't. What they don't know is that when I was standing there, and I was still I was receiving fans. I was directing from there. No, no, do this. Every excellent player has a coach, a good relationship with a coach. Every excellent player. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? So, if you don't even have a coach, I'm, a, I'm much more related. You don't have a coach. Receive a coach. coach. <laughs> uh, go for it i said what go for it child of god i said do what go for it very important listen to me listen to me we take some things for granted because we do it frequently one of the things that block our sight and makes our sight blare is familiarity when we get familiar with certain things and one of the things that helps us to see very 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 well as long as this kingdom of god is concerned is praise and worship but unfortunately our familiarity with it has altered its authenticity unto us so the last point is praise worship and praises or praise and worship I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his court with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in him. Praises and worship is another way one is able to see well. Psalm 22, I think the verse number 3, if I'm right. The scripture said, But thou art holy, O thou that inhabits the praise of Israel. You see, sometimes, eh, even this evening, I was even surprised. Such a power. You see, sometimes I'm very how, how, but me read me home, but said, I don't want to even look to see if anybody is because there is a certain songs that we have to respond a certain way but you see your response shows that you don't believe really, you are not either following or you don't understand what's the song you are singing 
it is that but she made a certain statement there was a recurring phrase be what was it so you say then they say it see you know i i knew it was a confession that the whole church should have responded i received my breakthrough you are sitting there listen i also taste you you are in church participating in praises and worship and somebody said i received my healing and you are sitting down there Somebody standing here singing, don't just look at the skill, help me, hey, help me. Hey, no, that is not what you are supposed to look at. Oh, you see, you have to go beyond the echo, you have to hear what God is trying to tell you. A powerful song, what was the title of your song, please? The song you sang, the last song you sang. No, the other first one, the other one. Greater, greater I am. Ah, you think he was she was singing about you? Do we ask you ask on you? I am. We am in one one. I was shocked. Holy, holy. I tell you, your body holy. Bible said, see, I can't holy or heavier. Was in penny for you, no, no, but for being a no, be a cotto as a man of forty or just a money change. I am money, my yellow. Have a certain understanding. God inhabits the praise of his people. When it is praise time, and it is really all to God, he comes down himself. Can we give him that honor? Can we give him that honor? When she finished, she made a statement. Was it when she finished? No, I think before she began. She says, yeah, what she was singing? She said, can we please appreciate the Holy Spirit? And then, it was like two or three people be. Ah, I said, I said, I was saying, I said, did, did you really hear? Appreciate who? When me, she and me, I'm invited to come and preach. All of you get up. Appreciate the Holy Spirit. And you were. Hey. I didn't hear. No, you didn't hear. Walk in understanding. For wisdom shall build a house. Knowledge shall furnish it. But when it comes to establishment, it's understanding. Your establishment in the kingdom of God come by understanding. Walk in understanding. Don't just follow things. Don't be too familiar with the way we sing it. The stars and many things. Don't be too familiar. Be conscious of the reality of what we are doing all the time. I want to be anyone. I want to be you every religion. About spirituality. Put your hands together. And appreciate the Holy Spirit. You know whose name we mentioned. And if it's about the Holy Spirit, I think the moment we said, put your house together and appreciate the Holy Spirit, somebody must stand on his feet and clap consciously. Am I teaching? Amen. Okay, I don't want to go into much into the praise and worship thing. Maybe that will be another topic on its own one day. Then you will understand that there are many things that goes with this thing. It is as for singing, <laughs> it is one of the one millionth part of the whole thing about praise and worship. 
But unfortunately, the whole church has settled it on singing. And we do it. And we are not careful about order. We are not careful about anything. No. You must be careful about order. He said, worship the Lord in the beauty. God bless you.